This is Maria McKenzie, and welcome to Provocative History, a program featuring historical fiction and fact that will make you laugh, cry, and think. Today, we'll take a look at physical enhancements before the existence of surgical implants. Back in 1974, I saw the movie That's Entertainment. And from then on, I was fascinated by Hollywood's golden age. As a kid, I loved watching old movies and reading any books about that glamorous time in Hollywood history. The Image Makers, 60 Years of Hollywood Glamour by Paul Trent was one of my favorite books, and it featured a spectacular variety of movie star photos from years gone by. Loretta Young, without a doubt, is one of the most beautiful actresses to ever grace the screen, and several of her photographs are in the Image Makers. And there was one in particular that my sister and I aspired to look like, at least figure-wise, when we grew up. We wanted to have a perfect bust line just like Loretta Young's. The photo I'm talking about shows Miss Young in a bathing suit. The year is 1931, so she would have been around 18. I forgot all about that photo until a couple of decades later when I read a Loretta Young biography. It mentioned how she'd always been thin, so thin that during publicity shoots in her teens, she'd have to be padded with foam at the chest and hips to provide her with the appearance of curves. No wonder my sister and I never achieved that look of perfection. Apparently, Miss Young hadn't either, at least not naturally. Now, falsies have been around for years. During the Victorian era, girls were considered grown-up at the age of 15. But since many girls had not developed enough to fit into adult clothes, bosom pads were used. Times have changed, and nowadays, surgical enhancement is commonplace, and anyone can look like Jane Russell. I remember her from those Playtex 18-hour bra commercials back in the 70s when I was a kid. But back in the 1940s and 50s, she was a movie star known for her voluptuous figure. In 1940, film mogul Howard Hughes signed her to a seven-year contract. Her screen debut was in a film called The Outlaw, a story about Billy the Kid. Now, in this movie, Hughes did his best to showcase her assets. The movie was completed in 1941, but not released until 1943, and then only in a limited release. Wide distribution release didn't happen until 1946 because of censorship issues over the way her ample cleavage was displayed. Now, it was said that Howard Hughes had a specially designed underwire bra for Russell to wear during the filming of The Outlaw. However, Jane Russell said in her 1985 autobiography that the bra was so uncomfortable she secretly discarded it. Instead, she wore her own bra and padded the cups with tissue and then pulled the straps way up to uh, elevate things. So even Jane had to use a little artificial padding to achieve the right effect. Now, of course, uh, there are several different surgical enhancements that are available to consumers. Yet there's one I don't really understand, and that is the butt implant. Because once a woman hits a certain age, like somewhere in her late 20s or early 30s, her backside will start to get big all by itself. Now, I'm going to close with an interesting story about comedian Judy Holliday. In The Hollywood Reporter, journalist Tatiana Siegel wrote this. Judy Holliday was a 22-year-old day player at Fox 
when she stood up to movie mogul Daryl F. Zanuck's aggressive sexual overtures. Her agent scheduled her for the notorious four o'clock meeting and ordered her to stuff her bra. At the meeting, Zanuck locked the door, unzipped his pants, and pushed Holiday onto the couch as he grabbed her breasts. He said, you belong to me. Judy reached into her blouse, removed the pads from her bra, then threw them at him and shouted, These belong to you. I don't. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening, and please visit my website, www.mariamckenziewrites.com. This is Maria McKenzie, and you've been listening to Provocative History.